Hello, everyone. This is Rob McDougal from Zank Financial here with your weekly economic update. Today is Monday, October 23rd, 2023. So last week, in terms of economic data points that we received, little doubt that the U.S. economy was strong in the third quarter, and I think much stronger than most people expected. So last week, we got retail sales, retail sales ex-auto, both significantly above expectations. So retail sales came in at a month-over-month increase of 0.7%, and the expectation was only a 0.3% increase. And then retail sales ex-auto came in at 0.6%, and the consensus was at 0.2%. So a big beat on both of those metrics. Also last week, housing starts for September. Those were reported just slightly below consensus, not much to talk about, but both building permits and existing home sales for September both of those metrics well above analyst expectations. So economy most definitely strong at this point. Uh, We're going to get GDP this coming week. Uh, But I'd say the biggest news that occurred last week, it just gave you the economic data points that came out, but probably more important was uh, the Fed Chair uh, Jerome Powell on Thursday, New York Economic Club, uh, had a discussion and mentioned the fact that it's less likely that the Federal Reserve is going to increase rates, largely because the market's kind of done their work for them, and that long-term rates have been coming up over the last several weeks, and that alone should curtail or slow economic activity going forward. So he was also, Chairman Powell was also careful to mention the fact that um, he does not believe that the Fed is over-tightened at this point, so don't expect any decreases in the near term. But as we've discussed over the last few weeks, we may have seen our last Fed uh, tightening of this regime. What's really happened, uh, the the big influence for Powell last week was what's happened with the 10-year rates. In fact, we pointed out the fact that the uh, yield curve inversion uh, earlier this year, June, July, was severe, uh, over 100 basis points. Uh, But since then, without the Fed raising rates, the long end has come up. So the 10-year yield on 10-year note, U.S. US Treasury, last week, uh, the yield went over 5% for the first time since 2007, ended the week at 492. So that was up another 29 basis points. So we had talked about the fact that the inversion was uh, pretty severe Um, earlier this year. Take a look at a chart on that. Uh, the yield curve inversion almost gone now. So it is now 14 basis points, and in just uh, two months ago was over 100 basis points. So 10-year yield definitely rising, uh, hurting bond prices. We'll take a look at that in a moment, but also causing the Fed to pause, we think, pause, and we will not likely see uh, further Fed increases, um, at least this year. So the third quarter GDP is going to be uh, released this next week. We'll go over the number in a moment. But the Atlanta Federal Reserve, they actually took their expectation up again last week for third quarter GDP growth. They believe we came in at a 5.4% increase, uh, which is up 0.3% from the prior week, 5.1. So 5.4 is what the Atlanta Federal Reserve believes GDP growth was in the U.S. third quarter. Uh, So what happened with the Fed funds expectations, uh, rate expectations, after Powell's uh, discussion on Thursday? 
the November 1st meeting coming up. Uh, there are now 98, let's call it a certainty, we're not going to have an increase. The number's actually 98.4%. Uh, then the expectation by the end of the year through December, there's one more meeting December 14th, uh, 75% that we will not see an increase, and now a slim uh, 1% chance that we'll actually see a cut. So uh, with that 10-year rising, with the fact that uh, third quarter GDP likely stronger than expected, inflation expectations moved up mm, a little bit last week, 13 basis points. Uh, that's the biggest move we've really seen since March of this year. So up 13 basis points, but still at a very reasonable, very rational uh, 2.47. That's the expectation for average inflation over the next 10 years built in uh, to the um, Fed funds future market. So uh, with that news last week, uh, economic growth being strong, Federal Reserve backing off, likely. Um, markets did not respond well, uh, but really that's probably more a function of the fact that the tenure continues to rise. Uh, so um, equities and fixed income last week, negative returns, both categories and negative returns in domestic and international. So S&P 500 last week was down 2.4%. Within that uh, growth, which has led the market this year, large cap growth, growth definitely got hit worse last week. Uh, it's down 2.9%. Value in the U.S. down 1.4%. So as of the end of last week, uh, October 20th, S&P 500 on the year up, about, up about 11.5%. International stocks last week down a little worse than the S&P. Again, the S&P negative 2.4. The MSCI World XUS down 2.54%. On a year-to-date basis now, almost flat for international equities, XUS, or world equities, XUS, up 0.6%. And again, S&P 500 still up about 11.5%. China last week, another rough week, down 4.7%. China on a year-to-day basis now, minus 14%. And again, U.S. up 11%. So U.S. outperforming China equities by over 25%. Now, with the 10-year rising, as you might expect, fixed income returns not good last week. The Bloomberg U.S. Aggregate Bond Index down 11.7%. And now in the red for the year, minus 3.1% on a year-to-date basis. Now, long-term government uh, bond index that we follow, the U.S. Long Government Bond, Float Adjusted Bond Index, Bloomberg's, uh, that has really taken a hit, down 4.6% last week. On a year-to-date basis, down 13.4%. Now, you may recall we've talked about this many times in the past. Uh, we don't own uh, long-term government bonds in client account. So uh, we're not getting affected by this, but just so you know, long-term U.S. treasuries have been hit really hard again this year as they were in 2020, 2021, and 2022. So in terms of economic uh, data points that are coming out this week, uh, we're going to have new home sales coming out uh, on Wednesday. Expectation is actually going to be up a little bit, which again, Pretty surprising. Mortgage rates uh, rising nearly 8% at this point. Was below 3 coming into the year, nearly 8%. But new home sales are expected to come in at 683000 for September. Uh, month of August, we're 675. So 
Thursday is a big one. Uh, GDP, uh, interesting. I mentioned that the Atlanta Federal Reserve believes that we grew 5.4% in the third quarter. The consensus, uh, economist uh, consensus, is only 4.0%. Uh, first quarter was revised down to at 2.1%. So again, third quarter GDP consensus 4.0. We definitely think it has an upside bias. Then on Friday, big day on Friday, personal income, personal spending, uh, PCE, personal consumption expenditure, inflation, and PCE core all come out. Personal income on Friday expected to come in for September, a positive 0.4%, same as we had for the month of August. Personal spending expected to tick up just slightly. In August, it was 0.4%. In September, the expectation is it rose to 0.5%, which would make sense given retail sales that we've seen that were very strong for the month of September. Uh, Then on the inflation side, this is very key, PCE, for the month of September is expected to come in at 0.3% month-over-month increase. For August, that was 0.4%, so that would be a tick down on PCE. I'd be a little surprised if that happens, May. Uh, But PCE core, X uh, food and energy, is expected to come in at a positive 0.3%. It was only a positive 0.1% in August. So kind of mixed messages there on PCE and PCE prices. Uh, again, we do think there's an upside bias probably to both of these numbers. So that's it for the economic uh, wrap-up for this week. Thank you very much for attending. I hope to see you next week. Thank you.